Namaste, everyone, and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast, where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host, Christina Andrini, founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr, as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. I was just explaining what Ayurveda actually means, right? It's the science of life. And there's so much to that, um, especially in regards to our digestion, because that affects everything else. And I just feel like it's not, that isn't taught in our Western world at all, how much our food affects our our karma, our actions. Um, So I feel like that, I feel like that is um, going over like the, like when we think of food, right, we think of like, how can, how can this fuel our body, but how we tend to try to really manipulate it and put these very specific labels on it when the actual way that our body is digesting it isn't cut and dry or black and white. It, um, there are so many factors that go into how our body digests food, like how we cook the food, how we prepare it, where it's coming from, if it's in season, and um, and how we're feeling when we eat it. That is gonna that is gonna affect our our whole. Uh, ability to actually extract the nutrients we need that new the aharas the nutritive essence from the food so i um i think that well first of all why don't why don't you give us a little bit of your background with your interest in diet and nutrition Absolutely. I um, I find diet and nutrition to be absolutely fascinating because I know that we can heal ourselves through through the gunas and the dravyas of food. And as we've been learning how even our environment is food and how we're being nourished from what we're taking in. So it may not necessarily be what we're eating per se, physically what we're putting into our mouth because that does play a huge part to our digestive system and the processes of digestion but what's really important is our surroundings and Maharishi always uh, quoted we quote him often where he talks about even the surrounding areas of our environment is the food that we take in it's that nourishment that we take in 
and that's where we digest it and interpret it and how it's manifested and if we're feeling pretty terrible and wonky on the inside chances are that's what we're feeling out on the outside or that's what we're representing ourselves on the outside and then that also becomes where it starts to aggravate our agni our digestive fire it starts to we, we feel a certain type of way we don't feel very productive or we're feeling very sluggish these are gunas that we feel within our pulse which we'll probably talk about in another topic later down the road with Nadi Vignan and how this really gives us some insight within ourself of how we can start to curate and culture how to nourish ourselves and reestablish our balance and I find that through looking at how we take in our food from the outside into the inside and from the inside out then that's really going to differentiate the kind of outcome that we're looking to receive and for me I really appreciate eating more organic foods healthier foods foods that are poured in with lots of love because I know that for example I won't I won't eat an apple pie that's just bought at a store. I would rather eat one that's from a farmer's market because I know how much love this person poured into that pie and is going to share this gift with all of us here at this farmer's market. And the right person is going to get that pie and they're going to get to receive all that love that person made with just wholesome foods right from their backyard. They made this by scratch from hand. And we don't find that every single day anymore. So this is something that we've lost a lot of that love when we go out to eat and even though we want to support establishments by all means please do and and give yourself that luxury but also prepare your body prior to going out to receive that food so your body can properly digest it as well and then that way you're not feeling kind of tired or sluggish afterward and you're really able to enjoy your time with the people that you're going to eat with or enjoy your time in the environment that you're going to receive that nourishment from it's and that's the thing it's like there's so many factors that i feel like as a society they're just considered um it's a normal part of our of our culture to you know eat while watching tv or to um have like a uh, instead of like organic non GMO food. That's we can touch on that a little later, but it's interesting um, how that actually tampers with the um, the prana, the life energy of the food. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, processed foods, uh, packaged foods, and all of that is devoid of of life energy, and it's essentially just being utilize it's it's not even being utilized in our body it's just clogging up our our channels and causing all kinds of different imbalances um so i'm really grateful to be learning this with you to be able to bring this this um aspect of nutrition and you know it's there it can feel there's so there are so many aspects of ayurveda that um can feel a bit foreign and really it is when you start looking at food and diet and as you said diet is everything that we take in it's you will start to see how things line up and how when you feel more balanced you will 
see how that translates into the emotions that you experience, the way that you you may you know notice all kinds of different changes just based on the way that you alter your um, your diet and your habits around eating. I want to touch on that, actually, that you say that, because the emotions that you experience have a lot to do with how you're processing your food. And it also is going to distinguish a natural imbalance that will happen based on the emotion that you are experiencing. So if you're experiencing an emotion that is more elated or excitable and happy, then your digestive process is going to feel more balanced. You're going to feel more sama. And for those of you that don't understand these terms, these terms are Sanskrit terms that are utilized throughout the Vedic text and what we have been learning through the Maharishi International University. University's Ayurvedic school, and these apply um, across the board throughout the Ayurvedic practitioners that are joining us today and learning. And so, sama is the the brightness or the balanced agni, and agni means fire, digestive fire within our belly. And for yogis, this would be the solar plexus or your third chakra. We know this in Ayurveda as pitta dosha. And pitta dosha represents that fire, the metabolic processy. It is the governor of where jatara agni, which is your head honcho agni, the one that goes through, processes all of the other fires, which we will discuss in another, in another video, a little bit more in depth for beginners that are now learning along along with us. And this particular fire is what then fuels all of what we call datus, which are known as tissues. And these tissues then emerge into what are known as part of what's matter, the substance, what are the dravyas, and then those dravyas are consisted of what we call gunas, qualities. And these all come together and they're composed and they are what form the manifest or the what we are manifest of the unmanifest. So everything that we're putting in that is now materializing together, metabolizing together, moving together, because we know as we've been learning and those of you that have been watching these series with uh, CPNI, that that the, that the vata dosha is responsible for movement and transportation and communication. And therefore, when we're eating and processing this energy, whether it's external and internal, this movement throughout the body goes through that digestive fire. It creates that agni. And it's also known as tejas. Those of you that come from the yoga lineage, tejas, it's also heard in Ayurveda, is also known as fire. And this part is what gives us the fuel that we need no matter what circumstance we're in. So if we are in a bad relationship or a bad situation or something that's a little more majestic, a little bit more sharp, okay, then that agni, that fire, your fuel, your digestion is going to reflect that. And sometimes depending on who you are and where you're at right now, it could be that you're very high, you're already a heated personality, therefore you're not going to want to eat anything. 
you're gonna be too, you're gonna be too upset to eat anything, and that also happens for vatas. Vatas will be so scattered that the emotion will will disrupt or aggravate their agni, and they won't be able to eat anything. And this leads itself uh, indirectly, uh, unfortunately, towards anorexia. If someone's in a state of heightened stress for way too long of a time, then this turns into um, we've heard in the past uh, a behavior turns into a personality a personality turns into who you are kind of thing if you're stuck in that space therefore if you're stuck in that stress level you're going to reduce the amount of nourishment into the body and it will continue to increase what we've learned samana and vicious like increases like so this dryness this coarseness this coldness is going to become rough and it's going to continue to create the breakages in the body that we turn into uh, bone damage or what we know as osteoarthritis the joints get brittle and so there is a process that goes along with just our mindset just our emotion alone now if you flip the switch and you're elated and you're going through a much more excitable process and everything is flowing you're glowing right chances are you look great you look refreshed everything seems more vibrant and also everything you're eating just tastes better and your agni is known more as a sama agni because it's more balanced it's more luxurious it's able to process easily unctuously and you're not having any blockages and so emotion plays a really big part as to how we're eating and therefore even the foods energetically that we're consuming whether you're a meat eater or not the foods that you're eating the animals how are they treated are they treated ethically are the farms are the are the the foods the dirt the kale is it treated with processes is it treated with the uh, antibiotics or things that they're spraying you know very mindful of how your food is being taken care of how are the hormones they're giving the animals if you're eating that and then that also plays a huge part into the foods that you're eating and then how you respond based on the energy you're putting into your body. Sorry about my tangent there. <laughs> oh, no, beautifully. That was beautifully stated. Um, I just, you know, and we'll, we're going to cover this more in our Pulse video, but I just think it's important to touch on the fact that what we're learning about here uh, at MIU is... Um, Maharshi Ayurveda follows something called the the six stages of disease prevention. And essentially, within our body, there are there are qualities that give rise, and if left unchecked, they can lead to imbalances and um, health issues over time. So and here's, I'll just, I'll, this is a, this is going to sound like a bold claim, but hear me out. So what do we do in America when we go out to eat? Like, what do we have to drink, right? We, nine times out of 10, we have a glass of ice cold water. And that literally just puts out our digestive fire and greatly hampers our ability to actually extract the nutrients from the food that we're eating in our meal you know not not considering all the other factors like the the food itself and if you know but 
Um, what Ayurveda teaches us is that in these six stages of disease prevention, we can start to um, detect within our own body through the pulse the um, those beginning, just very initial stages of imbalance. And it isn't until the fourth stage that Western medicine is able to actually identify and diagnose a disease or an illness or disorder um, based on you know symptoms or underlying factors that have arisen because they're they're not able to even register the the, the third more subtle you know we're talking about the whole nature of reality here like subtle to more gross more more substantial more more solid so to speak and um let's uh once tour oh you want to reduce your gallbladder pain after eating so what sort of pain are you experiencing is it like a sharp pain a burning pain because that would actually play part and parcel to how you would want to treat that because that's actually a very it's a it's actually a very broad question you are a beautiful unique individual who deserves um you know, treatment. Also, um, what are you eating currently? What are you currently eating? And are you mixing wholesome or organic and non-organic foods together? Because that also can aggravate your agni. So please share if you feel comfortable or you can message us directly as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and the more the more we know, the the more we can support and help you. Absolutely, you know, it's um, there's so there are quite a lot of things that might seem minor, but again, even like the temperature of what we're eating, and not just what we're eating, is huge in how much we're able to actually benefit from what we're consuming. Yes. Yeah, we don't want to reduce it. We want to eliminate it. <laughs> we want to eliminate that pain. <laughs> Short pain in the center of my stomach with shooting pains in the arms. Eating mostly raw foods and breads. Okay. Mm. Well, some gluten, too. So... There, again, you know, just going off of this is a this is a great example of how can we start to piece things down and see what some probable causes might be. Um, the first thing, let's I'll I'll say this to begin with: if you are going to eat raw foods, please do it at lunchtime, and avoid eating raw foods at uh, breakfast or dinner time. Our uh, our acne, our digestive fire is strongest uh, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. That is the pitta time of day. And it's also when the sun is shining, it's brightest. So that is why in Ayurveda, we have our largest meal of the day as lunch. And we tend to have a very uh, light breakfast and a lighter dinner. Um, so I think, honestly, I think just trying to make that one shift, just have your have a light breakfast and I'll, um, I'll shoot you some recommendations and I'll, um, 
I'll walk you through the whole thing when I'm when I'm down there over winter break. But um, start by just reducing anything like salads or raw or especially like cold foods um, to lunchtime, and try to have as much as much wholesome cooked food in your diet. As Christina said, you don't you don't want to combine. Um, like packaged Process. with processed food with like home cooked food it's yeah it's just not gonna not gonna be good um yeah it could be a number of things but that's something that i would definitely start and also just um it, as more of a general guideline try to um if you sip hot water throughout the day um so i've actually got some cumin coriander fennel tea right here um this is really good for helping to cook out the um the undigested food particles that get accumulated and cause like all kinds of issues so even though even though we don't know exactly what is causing it there isn't a single thing it's more of like a cumulative thing caused by um the ama or the waste um in the the undigested food part particles in the body so anything we can do to start and a lot of the time also is um so vata dosha is really responsible for anything towards the lower part of the body and anything that's very sharp and painful and so if that's what you're feeling a lot of the time then there could be like uh, cp said an ama blockage and this would be a really wonderful time to introduce more unctuous foods too with more oil so that it helps to smooth the digestive process when we come towards the apana or the elimination yeah, absolutely. Ghee, if you don't have ghee already, uh, add a little bit of ghee um, even into your water. So you would how you would do the, the, the warm water is you would first boil the water and you can boil it with the ghee in there and then with the fennel or there's a really great book and I have a couple of them here, some resources for all of you tonight. And um, the first one, well, I've got many, but the first one, these three, I think would be beneficial for all of you tonight. And um, um, and then we can move on from there. But this specifically um, for, was it trail? Um, it, she trail disappeared. They, or they disappeared, don't me. But so Yoga of Herbs, right, by Dr. Uh, David Frawley and Basant Lad. This great, great, wonderful book. It also, um, yes, yes. And um, it comes in volume one and volume two. So CP's got, I think, volume one. I've got volume two. And um, it goes over a brief introduction of Ayurveda. So for those of you that are watching will be familiar with uh, Ayurveda and what we're talking about and the terminology. The second book was gifted to me by my beautiful sister and shaman. And it's called The Alchemy of Herbs. The Alchemy of Herbs goes specifically over the six tastes and all of the herbs that represent those six tastes along with recipes to help um, with reestablishing and balancing those specific dosha constitutions to do exactly what we're talking about to eliminate altogether these pains that we're going through internally. This book is... Um, by Rosalie de la Foray. Rosalie de la Foray. So you have um, that as a reference as well. And many others, but I think those two will be good for now. Um, 
as we continue right along. And then on our blogs, we'll post all of the other resources for you. But that will give you more of what we call the qualities of each of these spices. So, for example, what CP's drinking might be wonderful for him, but might aggravate and create more sharpness for you. So you might want to add maybe some cardamom and maybe some ghee and you maybe want to not eliminate, you don't want to add anything that's creating more fire because like increases light. So what will happen is that pain will actually increase if you're adding something that's more heated like cayenne pepper and lemon, which is also a very popular digestive um, purifier, but for someone that's already going through sharp and pain, we're not going to want to do that. We're going to want to add ghee or maybe coconut oil, something a little more heavier, but that's also um, more slippery for the body to then release easier without having that blockage. Yeah? yeah? It really does depend on the individual and what's going on with them right now because we are a constant work in progress. We're constantly having new experiences. So... And, um, and I want to add for the for the sharpness in the arms, the pain that's going through the arms. This is heart chakra. So the heart chakra, the arms are connected to the heart chakra. So you don't say to somebody, you know, with your elbow, I love you, right? You don't point to them at your elbow. It's here in the heart. I love you. Or, oh, oh, that I'm so sorry. You know, you, you hit here, you hit home. So a lot of that sharpness also comes from a blockage in the heart. So what's going on personally for you? What are you struggling with? What are you maybe holding yourself back from? Or you know there's a decision you need to make, but it's really it's it's really aggravating something within you because that plays a lot too. It's this embracing. Maybe there's some sort of grief that you're probably going through or a, a significant transformation translation um so thinking about that that can cause a lot of tightness and sharpness right within the chest area and that turns more into cardiovascular because that's when we're getting more into those uh, energetic or the neurons and all the fun stuff that really spread out from this space here and 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 more energetically so i would caution first to surrounding environment toxic people places or things what is causing any aggravation that's affecting your digestive fire that when you eat something it's creating this pain afterward and so think about and specifically immediately when you notice when that happens where and who are you with and how often does it happen? Start to keep a lot of tracking on this because that's going to give you a little bit more insight as to what's causing that aggravation. It's beautiful. Yeah. There's um, there's so much more to how our food affects us than just the quality of the food. It is, it ties into everything. Um, so I will shoot you um we'll talk more um that is actually my mom uh trail breaking that's the becca amazing um so yeah we will um we'll get you where you need to be no worries well i am really happy with what we've covered so far i think on a final note just to kind of wrap up um 
and to tie in with what you were saying, Christina, again, uh, Samanya Vishesh Siddhant is the whole principle, the principle of similarity and dissimilarity. So that means that when we have a quality uh, like too much sharpness or too much roughness or too much dryness, we need to introduce things into our system that are of the opposite qualities. You know, that could also be like wet, dry, hot, cold, but those qualities aren't necessarily just what you are going to see initially with the food. Like, for example, um, my friend Kyle has a really interesting example he uses with strawberries, where um, the strawberry will initially have a very sweet taste, but mm. that that will actually that um, it will shift in the process of digestion to a different of more sour taste, which is going to affect the, so we have the taste of our food, the surface level taste, and then we have the taste on the digestive level. And that's, you know, we'll, we'll cover that in a, uh, another video as well. Those are the dravias. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. It's been such a pleasure, CP, as always. Always. You are amazing, and I'm so thankful to be able to to share this space with you and to be able to spread the uh, spread the goodness. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And we will keep you updated for when the next uh, live video is going to go up. And please um, DM us any uh, questions or topics you might be interested in. And we will continue to put forth the, uh, the good energy. All right. Yes. Have a great night, everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love and namaste.